welcome to the Husky Rescue Island podcast. Hi there listeners, it's already episode four and we're here this morning with Tara Lochlin. Hi Tara. Hi Olga, how are you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. So we were just uh, starting to chat and um, starting to think what we talk about and already you said you had a, a very eventful night so I hope it wasn't too bad. Um, do you want to fill us in? Uh, I did, yes. It wasn't no, it wasn't bad. Um but we have we have a wee rescue husky in the office part of the house. Um and she's very she hasn't had much contact with humans. Um she's uh I think she was left outside for well, for as long as she we, we're not sure what age she is actually. Um, I think she's quite young, so she's been she's been outside. She's never been in the house. As I say, she hasn't been with human contact much. So we have to open our living room door, and then open the front door, and let her just scurry out the front to go to the loo. So last night, um, Andy left to go to the UK with two kids. And 12 o'clock, this was how our night started. Um, Andy's son, Andrew, is here as well. 12 o'clock, we heard all the dogs howling, barking, and it went on for a while. So we got up, we went outside for a walk, we turned around on all the lights, nothing, we couldn't see anything. So back to bed. And then about three o'clock, I heard howling. And it was quite close, so I thought, right, that's what's one of our own, which is quite weird. So I came down the stairs, and it wasn't, it was the little rescue Freya that we have in the office. So I came into the living room, well, I opened the front door, came into the living room, and let her, her snuck out. And it took me four hours to get her back in. What? So, <laughs> four, four, yeah, four hours. Um, oh my goodness me! Quarter to eight this morning was when she came into the house. Oh. And it was freezing. It was such a foggy night, um, and it was oh. I it was just so for it was getting very frustrating because she knew what she was doing. <laughs> um so she's lying in there sleeping happy as Larry and I'm sitting here trying to keep my eyes open <laughs> so that is uh that's the that's the bits that people don't see as well Olga um what we do but um yeah I didn't want to leave her outside because she is an escape artist and I was scared of her finding some way out um i know that the the rescue is secure but with a husky you just don't know um which is why i was um up for the four hours trying to get her in so she did off um but, but what do you mean trying to get her in like were you just being super patient because you know she's nervous or why did it take this four hours she wouldn't come in the door. 
<laughs> and every time I I came out, you see, she won't come close to you. Um, and for you to let her in, she can't, she doesn't want to see you. So you have to like hide behind the door and then she'll run past you as fast as she can and into the office into her wee bed. Um, but last night she she wouldn't come to the door. So I was I was walking one way behind her to see if it would make her go in, but she was running the complete opposite direction, and this went on for, as I say, four hours. And I was in and out of the house with the front door left open. Um, I left out treats. I brought out food. And no, she wasn't for coming in. She was on a mission. <laughs> she thought, no, I'm going to keep Tara up all night tonight. Ouch. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, she's been with you how long now, Freya? She has been with us, it would be two weeks. Maybe you could talk about her background, Um but is she starting to actually come around to you? Is uh, are you noticing any um, changes in her behaviour and trust of you? Um, I am noticing a change in her. Yeah, she has become she's becoming more curious. So she'll come out of the office, and we we have a baby gate up so that she can't get into our own dogs, and our dogs can't get into her. So she's started now coming over to the baby gate and she just sticks her wee nose in and then when she knows that you've saw her, she'll run. she's like oh she's like a wee whip it, then she darts straight back into the office and hides again and then you can hear her coming back out. Uh and it's so funny. She's she's getting I would say she's got a wee quirky personality. Um and, and once she does come round, she is a lovely dog, but once she comes round, she's she's gonna be a, a gorgeous wee dog with a brilliant personality. I'm not sure of her background. She was given up. I, I don't think her circ I think she was just left outside and that was it. There there was no walking, no interaction, no nothing. And then she yeah, she was surrendered to a girl that we know. But her foster took her in and she kept escaping. And they don't know how. They don't know how she kept escaping, but she got out. And the safest option then was for her to come here uh, for us to try and rehabilitate her and for her not to escape. Mm, and that happens quite a lot. I mean, a lot of dogs are very much loved by their owners, but they will escape. And um, that's when you obviously step in to help, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Like, our own dogs, like, there, there's two or three of them would escape if they could. And they're they're spoiled rotten. So it's it's just in them. They're just curious. You know, if, if they get a smell of something, if they hear a noise, they're intrigued. They want to go and find out what it is. Um, as you know, they have a high prey drive. So their sense of smell is very, very strong. So, yeah, for a husky, you have to make sure that your property is completely secure. Because if not, they will find a way out. 
Um, and funny enough, the first the first night we had her, we actually had her in the shed, but beside in our garden. Um, it's used from my brother's dogs. She actually escaped from it, from it, but she couldn't. When she got out of the shed, she couldn't get out anywhere else. But how she got out of the shed, we don't know. So she was just, she must get herself so worked up and frantic that she'll just do anything. So we're assuming that she's just climbed and climbed and and got out. But from, we've, we've brought her into the house. She's definitely coming, she's definitely coming around to us. So hopefully after another couple of weeks, she'll be even better, but it'll be a long road to her recovery for her to be fully ready to be rehomed. Mm, interesting. And how long do you think it might take? Have you had any experience or is it just different with every dog? It's different nearly with every dog. This one, I haven't. we haven't had much experience. We have had a few where it has taken a while for them to come to us just because they're scared, mainly, you know, they're, um, and then they're fearful as well. So they might growl. But they don't mean they don't mean it in an aggressive manner. They're only protecting themselves. So that's their way of that's their defense mechanism is growling. But now we haven't had growling with Freya. But some of them are really, really scared that that's how they that's how they deal with the situation that they're in. Each each one each one's different. Each one's different, and each one. It does. It breaks your heart. Um, me and Andy always say it. Uh, when we're in the kitchen, and we're looking out the window, and ours are in the house, you just feel so sorry for them because you'd love to bring them all in, but as you know, it would be abs- it would be impossible to do that. But you just wonder how, how and why people can do the things that they do to them you know if you don't want a dog don't get one and that's just it it's it's not fair on the dog you know because we're the ones like we hear them crying at night we hear them howling at night and when they're only in it takes them a few days to settle like we had a new one in the other night and oh my goodness bless him he he howled for two nights and it's a cry you know it's it's not you you know the difference between them. Sometimes they do a howl and it's like singing, but this was no. It's it's a cry and they're heartbroken. So it's just it, it it is heartbreaking when they come in, you know. And that's that's a side too that people don't see. And then like Andy's the big softy, you know. At heart, he would he he would feel a lot of pain through them as well. Um, like like myself. We're just two big softies, really. But it's just amazing when you see the turnaround in them. Them come in and they're scared, they're nervous, they're skinny, um, or you know they've been abused, they've been you know hit, whatever. And then a few weeks later, you see a completely different dog, or even a couple of days. Sometimes it just depends on the dog. Um, but they're amazing creatures. They can, they can survive nearly anything. Thank goodness. 
And um, one thing, actually, so if somebody is seeing a dog that they're, um, you know, nervous about, if it's in someone's garden um, or they see them on walks and they just think that something's not quite right, is there something that um, they can do to try and um, see whether they can improve that dog's life or um, encourage the owner to do something? Yeah, if if they kind of if they feel they can approach the owner, yes, definitely um, approach them and have a chat with them. Um, you can offer advice. You can whoever it is they could get the person to ring us for advice um maybe andy would go out and see them or if they want to surrender the dog if the neighbor knows that they're not looking after the dog and they don't want the dog they can go through the procedure then of surrendering the dog to us so there is options out there but my my first thought would be if you want a dog that just is very easy going and we'll just sit there and not do very much do not get a husky <laughs> or or nikita um they're, they're two dogs that you need to work with um they're two gorgeous dogs but they are hard work and if you don't want to put that work in then don't get you know don't get them um sometimes I'm a bit more blunt than Andy when it comes to the dogs. <laughs> so sometimes I have to count to ten or maybe more. But um that's because you see so many sad stories or we see so many sad, you know, things in the rescue. Um and again that's us with dogs having to be put to sleep as well. You know, and that's that's left to Andy to do. You know, the family don't they don't say that either. You know, which which happened to poor Kimbo. You know, he ended up he had all sorts wrong with him, and and he had to you know it had to be a decision made for him to be put to sleep, and that's the horrible the horrible side to it. It's it's a rotten. It's it's awful. So it is. That's the really sad yeah. part of it. Yeah. Yeah, and just as a reminder, Kimbo. I think we spoke about Kimbo in the very first episode. Yeah. And he had spent the prior months, or maybe even uh, longer, in a garden all by himself, basically being fed out of the yeah. window. And then yeah. find that he had that happy um, time with his new family it was already too late so that that is the really sad part if you do see a dog that you're concerned about do something now because you can give them a, a good life before it's yeah absolutely absolutely because we, we actually we have had a couple that have come in um like per shadow there as well that had to be put to sleep he had the tumor yeah he came in with his brother Loki and he had to be put to sleep there that wasn't long after Kimbo actually as well, because he he was he was very sick, so he was. So that was another decision that Andy had to make, advised by the vet. Obviously, you know it's not. He doesn't just ring up and go, okay. We have to get this dog put to sleep. It's all done through the vet, and we go by what the vet advises, you know, and what's and what's best for the dog. You know, it would be, 
it would be awful just to see them in discomfort because they've had so much in their life, if you want to put it bluntly. Yeah, it's good. It's it's good, but it's it's hard at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I remember these days when um, Hawkimbo or Shadow had to be let go, and I remember any time we spoke to um, yeah. Andy, he sounded so down. It was it was really hard for him, and it's. Um, I think he waited for the very very last points where he saw that um, there couldn't be. Yeah. So yeah. it's what people really don't see. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It's, it's very, it's hard when you get the down days, you know, because it's, and then it's hard to motivate yourself because you know you have to go out and you have to feed them, you have to clean, you have to let them out. I don't know if you can hear, can you hear that dog howling in the background? Yeah, it's very nice. That is very Kaiser. Nice. <laughs> he's just standing looking in um, the patio doors there and he's just singing away. <laughs> um, well, listen, this episode was all about behind the yep. scenes. Um, I guess it didn't take too long because we like to keep these episodes nice, short and accessible. But is there anything else that um, comes to mind you want to share this time? Behind the scenes. I guess when when a dog is brought back as well, that's the hard part too. You know, when a dog has been adopted out and Andy gets the phone call or we get the message, you know, that it's not working and they 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 don't they don't give the dog time to settle. Um or we have a, a list of like how the dog will progress, you know, in the coming days, the coming weeks, the coming months. And it takes time for, a, you know, a, a rescue dog for to adapt into a new home. And some some people just don't, they just don't give it that enough time and they just bring the dog straight back. Like they've ordered it from a catalogue, I guess. Um, yeah, that's that's very hard too, because you have to be professional. You have to... And we do say to them, yeah, you know, if it doesn't work, the dog has to come back here. But we are thinking at the same time that these people are going to try and, and make a little bit of an effort because they know they are a rescue dog. And they're, they're, they've been in here for a few months looking for a home. You're trying your best to get them the right home. So you're going through quite a lot of things before they actually get that home. So that's behind the scenes as well. And that's a lot of admin work um, between ourselves and between Simon as well, the home check coordinator. So it all goes down, you know, through us all. What happens to get, how it happens to get this dog the best home that we think. So it's it's very disheartening whenever they do bring a dog back the next day because that that that's not giving any dog a chance you know and you're just not trying you've just gave up you know like that which is sad and how long do you think people really need to get to know the dog and make the right decision you definitely need two weeks definitely you definitely need two weeks you know obviously a dog like a dog it's going to go into the house feeling slightly nervous, a bit wary, you know, and it, it might 
be a dip might it might be the different do- a different dog from what you've took out for a walk you know with Andy for a few days but that's that's going to happen you just have to give them time to adjust you know um and people just don't do they just don't I think they just don't have the patience and they just want the dog to be perfect you know but there is no perfect dog out there you're not going to get a perfect dog unless it's a a teddy <laughs> that you don't have you don't have work with yeah so that's that's a really hard that can be really hard especially when you have the dog's been here for quite a while and you've tried and tried and tried your hardest to get the dog at home and then you finally get it home and they're brought back but you know most of the time when they do come back they're happy as Larry which is quite strange you know they come back here and they have a big smile on them none of them are hesitant to go back in which you would think they would be but they're they're not so it just shows that they're quite content here as well yeah well, I think that's that's really good guidance for people to think about when they do apply. Uh, please really think it through. You definitely need two weeks at least. And of course, you know, we, we can say this a million times. Please only get a husky yeah. if you're really prepared to change yourself a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit of disruption in your life. <laughs> yeah, they're a hard, they're a hard dog, but well, they're the funniest, most loving dogs as well. They'll definitely give you lots of laughs. Yeah, we yes. can definitely relate to that. So our life is fuller. They're definitely they're they're good for your sanity. Good. Well, I wonder what we're going to be speaking about next. It'll probably be good to catch up every every few weeks for sure because you just give us such an eye into what's happening behind these gates that we find at the um, Husky Rescue. So I think it'd be wonderful to catch up. Ah, oh, thank you. Week. It would be good. It'd be good to do that as well, yeah. Great, great. Well, I, I hope you're going to be able to get a little bit of a kip and catch up on so <laughs> adventures. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure at some point today I'll I'll collapse on the sofa. Oh, bless. Okay, well, listen, uh, we wish really the very best for Freya. Uh, I'm sure she's going to find a really, um, really marvellous owner. I mean, she looks super super cute and when she's finally over at least of some of the trauma of what yeah. she's gone through um i see her happily in a home and curled up with somebody yeah we'll do the side. happy forever home story good, good yeah good. oh somebody wants That's you there i'll <laughs> we'll see you next time so enjoy your day and uh look forward to all right you thank you Olga. have a good day all right take care you bye take care. bye This episode was brought to you by the team at Husky Rescue Ireland. Every year we rescue 200 Huskies and Akitas across the country. We are a registered charity that is doing our very best during these challenging times. You can see exactly what we're up to on our Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Husky Rescue Ireland and you will find us. Our website is huskyrescueisland.ie. And if you'd like to get in contact with us here at the podcast team, go to anchor.fm slash husky rescue island to leave us a message. As ever, 
Thank you for listening and until next time.